Mino Line Media presents Business of the Beat. Hi, I'm Kendra Bracken Ferguson, and I am a founder, brand builder, entrepreneur, and believe in the mantra Carpe Diem. I created this podcast, Business of the Beat, through my own experience as a beauty executive to talk about, tell stories, and highlight the business of beauty through conversations with beauty and wellness entrepreneurs, intrapreneurs, helping to diversify the industry. This week on Business of the Beat. When you're talking about skin health, you got to approach it from different angles. Your skincare is extremely important and what you put on your skin is extremely important because products do permeate through the skin. But it's other factors too, like how well you're taking care of yourself, how what your stress level is because cortisol affects your skin as well. Like all of these things affect your skin. Hi everyone. I'm your host, Kendra Bracken Ferguson, and welcome to Business of the Beat. Today's guest is Carolyn Lee Ming Gay, the founder and CEO of Lee Organics. But before we get started, don't forget to follow, rate, and subscribe to Business of the Beat on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. We love to hear from you. Make sure you leave a five-star rating and a review. All right, everyone. Carolyn is the CEO and founder of Lee Organics, a beauty company that goes beyond just providing antioxidant-rich and synergistic formulas for sensitive skin. Before starting her business, Carolyn had a successful modeling career for over a decade, during which she began developing the formulas that are now highly sought after by Lee Organics customers. Carolyn's mission-driven approach to business has earned her numerous press mentions, including features in American Vogue, British Vogue, In Style, Today, Who, What, Where, and Real Simple. Carolyn, welcome to Business of the Beat. I am so excited to have you here. I love my Lee Organics, so this is such a treat. Thank you so much, Kendra. I am so happy to be here. Thank you so much. I, I'm so happy you love the products and thank you for taking the time to have this conversation with me today. Oh my gosh, absolutely. There is so much to discuss. And mm-hmm. I want to start with this amazing review because reviews, as we know, in our industry are the holy grail. This is the best face oil I've ever used. Smells amazing, (laughs) feels amazing, and ensures my skin looks amazing. I also love knowing that this product is the result of beautiful direct collaborations with farmers. Lee Organics defines what it means to be a company that values beauty on the inside and out. I love that, and it's not even my Mm. business, but I can feel it through and through, like just how your products have changed so many people. Thank you so much. It really means a lot. You know, it's like these reviews and these little things that that keep us going as business owners, you know, because it's it's a journey. It's with its challenges and ups and downs and yeah, and, and you know, like maintaining that focus and remembering your why, why why I'm doing this and why I'm waking up in the morning, our time on earth is limited. This like really gets me going. So I am so like when I when I got that review, I do remember I actually remember a lot of the reviews you receive and it just means so much to me really truly does. And I'm so grateful. Carolyn, I love how you talk about that and the importance of reviews and especially Mm -hmm. because it's not guaranteed. And so 
I love how you approach it and how grateful you are for it and know that not to take it for granted because it's really special. Yeah, I definitely do not take it for granted because I know, you know, like it takes time to write a review and and to reply to that that request to, hey, you used our product and you purchased it. Do you like it? Could you let us know? You know, because that feedback means a lot. Yeah, it helps us get better. Well, it does. And I love yeah. that the spirit of learning and mm-hmm. taking customer feedback. And I want to take it back a bit because I kind of dived in with how great the products were, but you have such a phenomenal background. And mm-hmm. when I think about you have formal training in neuromechanics, psychology, human nutrition, you're also a world renowned model, now business owner. So talk about your backgrounds and just growing up and what influenced you Mm. to to really do all that you're doing. Oh, thanks, Kendra. Yeah, you know, it's so funny because if you had asked me 10 years ago or 20 years ago, would I be, you know, where, what I'm doing, would would I be doing what I'm doing today with Lee Organics? I would have not guessed that. I do feel like I have had a very, very fortunate upbringing with incredibly loving parents. Um, I grew up, I was born and raised in Malaysia. Um, and uh, my dad was my childhood hero. He was always about learning and being curious and exploring. And my mom was has such an amazing work ethic. And so they both inspired me in their, their, their own ways. Um, yeah, you mentioned that I have formal training in neuromechanics and psychology and nutrition and all of these things. I thought, you, you know, so after high school, um, I, I wanted to study abroad in my parents really encouraged that. So I, I actually went to Canada. Um, it was after 9-11. I actually wanted to come to the United States. And because Malaysia was a Muslim country, we were a little bit blacklisted for a little while. So I ended up in Canada. So I was there for six years and got my education there. I wanted to be a research scientist because I love the process of research. Um, I worked in so many different labs when I was a student, um, designed and ran so many experiments. Um, and I started working in labs for my very first year in Canada. And random fact, like I used to sleep in the lab um, underneath my desk while waiting for my experiments <laughs> to run. I know. Um, oh I, I just God. love the process of experimental research process. And I think like that's what really influenced how I think about formulas. Um, because I borrowed a lot of these principles of experimental design into how I think of formulating um, Lee Organics products. And and how I got here was really not something I planned. Um, modeling was also not something I planned. When I was in grad school, I got scouted by a uh, TV show director, um, this, this sci-fi TV series called Battlestar Galactica. So I was, I was one of the, I was a double for one of the main characters um, on that, series um, for a year and a half while I was finishing up my my graduate studies and you know everybody thought I was a model and I said well no I'm not I'm just a you know grad student I think I'm going to be a professor Um, but they all said well you should be a model and I really didn't know anything about fashion you know I was always in Lululemons and in the lab Um, but you know I, I, I just like people kept saying that and my mind just kept like okay you know if people are saying that maybe I should be open to just exploring that's the spirit of my dad right being open and um so i was open and it's so interesting how um things happen i believe in god and i i just believe it well in a higher power right like whatever it is like things happen for a reason and it's it seemed as if when i was when i like in my mind opened my 
heart up to that opportunity. It's like things fell into place and I got scouted by my mother agent, um, flew to New York, signed a, a contract with one of the top agencies in the world. And then actually flew to New York for my very first fashion week. The, the day after I defended my, my, my thesis, my graduate <laughs> thesis, it's so wild, you know, and um, thought I would maybe model for a couple of years. Um, but it ended up being um, a 10 year plus career. And I, I learned so much um, during that time. And, you know, it's like all I would say, like Lee Organics is a culmination of all the experiences that I had growing up in all of the past years. You know, we never know what where our journey is going to lead. But when a door opens and we're open hearted, I think like things can happen. And and like like we talked about, like just that spirit of learning. That's what I wanted. You know, I wanted to grow. I wanted to learn. And I still feel like there's so much to learn and grow. It's a matter if we're 20 or 40 or 100 years old, like we're always learning. Wow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I I love hearing you talk about your story. And there's so many parts of it. Like, it's just <laughs> so fascinating thinking about you sleeping under your desk because you just love it so much. And it's that passion that keeps us going when times are hard. It keeps us going when we want to give up. And I think that really separates us, right? Because when you mm -hmm. think about grad school and you think about there's a lot of smart people in the world. So what's going to make me stand out in my craft? It's going that extra mile. It, it really is. And so I also love this notion of I was going to be a grad student. I was, I, I was going to be a professor and now I'm a model and leaning into it because I think that, you know, we get these opportunities. And I was literally talking to my mom about this last night. Um, you know, I had heard someone say, keep abundance in your pocket. And something happens and I'm telling my mom, oh, my goodness, this is just what we needed. I can't believe it. Like this is God in action. And she said, mm -hmm. OK, sleep on it and see if you still want to make that decision. And I woke up and I was immediately praying and everything was just kind of manifesting. And so to your similar experience with being a model, when it continues to wrap itself around us and if we do believe in God and a higher power and it's right there we have to seize it and we have to trust. And so I love how you talk about moving to New York and 10 years later. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I, I just love what you said there, that trust, you know, it's like there's uh, tomorrow is an unknown for sure. And how cool it is when we just open up to the possibility of what could be and just see, you know, with a curious mind and see where it takes us. Maybe it's not a good place. Maybe it's a great place. And maybe we learn something incredible. So I love that spirit. <laughs> so let's talk about this. So you are, you know, you're, you're defending your thesis, you're modeling on runways. And then you have this moment of, I want to create something because you are always able to create and even the formulation. So was it this spirit of curiosity that kind of led you to say, now I want to create something new and different? Yeah, um, it's a great question. So actually, I was not intentionally thinking I want to create some I want to create a business or a, a skincare company. That wasn't how I was approaching it. Um, how the organic started was really, it came from a very personal challenge. I've struggled with sensitive skin all of my life, ever since I, 
you know, was growing up in Malaysia, I had dermatitis, eczema. Um, I, at one point, my eczema was so bad on my arms that I was embarrassed to wear um, long sleeves, you know, I mean, sorry, short sleeves. So I would always wear long sleeves to cover up. So because being that like research scientist, part of me, having a research scientist, part of me, I was like, well, you know, when I look at all the ingredients and this was like, what, 20 years ago right now, you know, when I was in college and I was like, I would go to the drugstore and look at all the ingredients on the packages. And I was like, these ingredients are not very good for us. And a lot of them are fillers and emulsifiers. And I just don't think that they're they're there for the purpose of, well, they're there for the purpose of actually helping the formula, like whether it's like emulsifying formula or making it smooth and, and making our skin appear smooth, but it's actually not really doing the thing that you want it to do. And so I started sourcing raw ingredients 20 years ago, just and would open the yellow pages. I would call up like different farms and ask for like samples of their raw ingredients. And I would, I just started making my own skincare over my kitchen counter sink. And it was really like a closet hobby because the reason why I was doing it was because I was embarrassed for, with my own sensitive skin, you know, but when I came to New York and I started modeling, I was still doing that. And I was often a lot older than a lot of the other models that I was working with too, because remember I started after grad school, right? Like mo most models start when they're 14, 15 years yeah. old. <laughs> so I was always like a decade older than everyone. Um, and makeup artists would ask, well, what do you use for your skincare? Um, and I would tell them and I would share my products with them. And a lot of them eventually started saying, like, you need to start your own brand. You need to do this. And, and so it took me a while. But I also had a, a cancer scare between 2011 and 2013, where my that at that period of time, my skin became even more sensitive. I, I tell you, like to the point where makeup artists would use um, this very gentle product called Bioderma. It's supposed to be hypoallergenic, good for sensitive skin, safe enough for sensitive skin. And they would use it to remove my eye makeup and my eyes would literally swell shut. And I was like, this is not OK. I need to do something about this. And that's when I really took a step back. I kind of went back to my chemistry books and I went back to just studying how molecules work and, you know, chemical molecules work, plant molecules and how they penetrate our skin, how they work, you know, how they penetrate our, our stratum corneum, our epidermis and how they work and which ones penetrate and which ones don't and how they, how each ingredient works. And I, that's when I really became very serious about my formulations for myself. But, but in the back of my mind, I was thinking, okay, maybe this can really be something because, because once I, once I figured out the solutions for myself and my skin, I actually noticed the difference in my skin because I was also seeing dermatologists for quite a while, you know, and they would prescribe all these very strong steroid creams and anti-inflammatories. And, you know, it didn't work for me because it would make me sleepy or the steroid creams actually, they, they, they start to thin your skin after a while. And you also develop a, you develop a tolerance to them. So I really wanted to solve this problem. And I knew that I wasn't the only one going through this. And your skin is how you show up. If you don't feel good in it and confident in it and like, you know, rewind back to the time when I had eczema on my arms and wanted to wear long sleeves to cover my arms, we don't want to show up like that. We really want to, you know, really be, know that we are taking care, you know, we're healthy and showing up the best way possible that we can. Um, so why let skin be a hindrance, you know, and I really wanted to, to address that. So that's eventually how the organics got started. Wow. You know, it's so fascinating to me. I guess I could say, isn't it ironic uh, that you are this, you know, 
everyone's telling you to be a model, be a model, be a model, and you become a model, but your skin, which is the thing that we all see, is just so sensitive. And even to go through a cancer scare, when you think about um, what we're putting forward, right? So when people see you, they see this gorgeous model and it may, they may not have the opportunity to understand how dynamic, how smart you are and what you've created, especially as a research scientist. Like I think there's something so dynamic about how ingredients and things work together, right? And so for you to be your face and how you look to be such a big part of your identity and then to be silently suffering I just, I can't even imagine like the duality of what you must have been thinking, right? Um, to create this. And so when you think about even the mission, you know, your mission is so clear um, beyond skin deep. That's what your products are for. And so as you've evolved, especially because you were working with dermatologists, you know, I think like not everyone has access to being able to go in a lab and figure it out. And so we turned to dermatologists. So how did you kind of combat what dermatologists were saying, what you knew to be true in the lab, and then really get to this perfect formula where you felt like you had something that you could share with others? Because it's one thing to try it on ourselves. It's another to say, I now have a brand that I'm ready to give it to the world. So yes, what I did was, um, so I, I knew the dermatologists were saying one thing, and that's that's one perspective, right? And in this world, there can be so many different perspectives and approaches to solving a problem. And I wanted, I was just curious to see, maybe there's a different way. Maybe I don't have to solve this problem through this one approach that they're um, they're recommending. So that's that's why I thought up this whole new different approach for myself, and then eventually tested it on others. And the way I did it was again like borrowing from my my experimental research background, and you know starting with the question of what do I want to achieve um, for my skin? Well, I want healthy skin for sure, but how are we going to achieve that? And just asking those questions and then doing the background research, the lit review and seeing what's already been done in terms of the research, you know, the experimental research um, on just from the ingredients point of view and level, you know, what's, what's been found and then testing it from there and then just running dozens and dozens of experiments and creating dozens and dozens of formulas from there and testing it and testing it and testing it. I tell you, it took a while. Like every formula took at the minimum nine months. Wow. Up to three years to really finalize. Yeah. Because, because I, so the other thing about it was, was that it's such a competitive market. Kendra, you know, this, Mm -hmm. Um, there are hundreds of brands out there. I knew like the only way we were going to stand out is because our formulas worked, they worked to do what it said it was going to do. And for for the purpose of We Organics, that was to really like heal the skin and to nourish, sorry, nourish the skin from the inside out and to allow skin, human skin to do what it's in, already incredible at doing, which is healing. You know, it's not that the, the products directly heal the skin, but the products work with your skin and the physiology of your skin and feed your skin so that your skin is able to heal. And that's the approach that I take is, is that our sourcing of our ingredients are second to none. Um, and, and it, you can tell because like everything that you smell and everything that you see, the colors, it's, we don't do not use any fragrances at all. Everything that you smell, um, is from the plants. Everything that you see, the colors are from the plants. We don't use any colors. Like, Till, I mean, even today, it's kind of surprising, but there are brands that use 
colors, like actual um, artificial coloring, um, and even like natural coloring, like beet coloring to 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 add color and to your formulas. But we don't do that. Like all the colors that you see are from like the alpha carotenes to the beta carotenes, like our liquid amber face oil. Um, it's this bright orange color. And the orange color is all from the alpha and the beta carotenes, not from artificial colors at all. So it's very like what you see is what you get. There's no fillers. There's no emulsifiers. And so you, our cost per unit is so much higher than the brands that you see sitting on the shelves of Sephora. And, and really not to, to like this other brands at all. Really, like there's so many brands and there's so many amazing brands, but it's just this is our approach, you know, because we know it's a competitive market. We knew that in order to stand out, like this is what was going to happen, have to happen is that the products had to speak for themselves and it had to be really wonderful and amazing. And I love how you talk about it, though, because if we think about the step, what do I want to achieve with my skin? What's already out there? What's the research and testing, testing, testing? I mean, that clearly has worked so well in your favor. And I like this notion, you know, people think that they're going to get a product and it's going to remove this wrinkle and remove this line. And it's like, wait a second, mm -hmm. like you can't just get something and think that overnight it's going to be this fixer. And so I love how you talk about this notion of like our skin being able to heal itself. So you're really giving the skin the tools, the nourishment, the right ingredients to do what it already does. And I think that that's been evident. I mean, you are a truly global brand from the U.S. to Canada to Australia to Singapore. You've been featured in American Vogue, British Vogue, you know, so much press. So talk about this kind of process of what it's been like to actually grow the brands because by nature of who you are, your brand was global to start <laughs> and because your, your brand does so well and the ingredients are so rich and it works, you've achieved so much success. So talk about what that journey of growth was, the globalization of brands and how you've been able to really manage that to your benefit and to, to so much success. Yeah, that's such an interesting question, you know, and, and, and to answer it, like, I guess, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take it one at a time in terms of like how our brand grew from New York City here and, and then just expanding to getting orders from Singapore and Australia and all those countries really all been organic most for the most part. Um, an influencer will get a hold of the product, whether we send it to them or they purchase it and they talk about it. And because people listen to them, their followers and their audience purchases the product. And then we make connections and really build relationships with them. Um, building relationship is so important for us um, because also like you mentioned our, our press mentions with Vogue and all of that, we have actually not hired a PR agency to, and, and have any, like none of our media or our mentions have been paid. So they've really been organic way of growing um, and just focusing on the product again, because I really believe if your product is good, that's what's going to set you apart. And there are challenges, you know, when you are becoming a global brand and shipping to Israel and, and Singapore, shipping is always um, can be a nightmare, especially since COVID. It's, it's been harder and more challenging, but we just figure it out. And I just try not to think, you know, when I'm solving a problem, I try not to get too stressed out. Just try to focus on what needs to be done in that moment, you know, for that day and just going from there. Well, and I think that focus is so important because it's like 
our minds are constantly working as founders because we're thinking about our people, the ingredients, the team, the distribution, all these things. And so if we can really just narrow down and focus, um, it really does help, even though we have to see the big picture. But I love how you talk about influencers and these organic relationships because you have this interesting opportunity that not all founders have because you had this platform of being a model, also being a scientist, but then letting your consumers and influencers kind of tell the story. You know, we're having a lot of questions from founders about what should their role be in building the brand? You know, you're your own biggest influencer for your brand. And then there's all these other influencers by way of you having a platform. So talk about how you've been able to or not kind of leverage the influence and reach you have to help the brands. And then the strategy that you've been using, you know, I, I heard you say some influencers buy it, some just get it, but they're getting it and they like it. <laughs> and it's clearly helped. So strategically, how does that look for you and what advice do you have for other founders? That's a great question. So, you know, when I first, and in all honesty, when I first started Lee Organics, I actually didn't, I had this hesitancy to be the face of the brand. And because I didn't want it to be about me, I wanted it to be about my customer. I wanted it to be their story because, you know, yes, I struggled with my skin and yes, I built this this brand and this business, but I really didn't want it to be about me. I want, I wanted it to be about the products and how wonderful they were and really having my customer be the hero because they would be the ones using the product and they would be the one experiencing, you know, their own personal journey with what it means to, to nourish your skin. I have received advice that, well, maybe it, would actually be very helpful to 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 be more in the face of your brand and to speak from that perspective a little bit. And I being more intentional about it now because I do see that there is um, a, a a benefit um, to, of service there as well to to my customers. So I mean, I I, I guess like what I'm saying is that I w- really just want to come from the approach of like wanting to serve my customer because like that's why I started this. It's because I wanted someone. I, I wanted like the world to, to, to be of like, you know, be served by, by Lee Organics, whether it's your journey from extremely wildly sensitive skin and eczema to, to healthy glowing skin, or just wanting to find a product that is honest and, and transparent, you know, a brand that's transparent and honest and in, in, in what it did from A to Z. Um, that's what I wanted. And so I just take that approach and, and I'm growing too. And so I'm, I'm constantly learning. Um, but I, I, I do see the benefit of um, you know, speaking from that perspective of here's my story, and perhaps you might be able to learn something from this story, and perhaps we can learn from each other and just building that connection from there. It really is so great when I think we can approach things to when we say that we're in service. Like I love to be in service of the founders, entrepreneurs, like that I service too, because if I can have a platform to help someone, you know, think about a new idea, be better, connect with someone else or expand their business, like that's what gives me true passion. And I really like how you talk about being a brand that's honest and transparent and being of service. And one of the things that I think is so beautiful is your collaboration with farmers and how you're really impacting local communities. I think that no longer can we just put something out without thinking about the impact, our footprint, sustainability, how are we given back? And so 
you not only work with farmers, but you also do other work. So let's start with the farmers and your collaboration there. And especially because you sit on this pillar of honesty and transparency. Yeah, um, we have a really close relationship with all of our farmers and our, our raw ingredient suppliers. Um, we only choose to work with USDA certified organic farmers or certified fair for life. And usually they're both. And when that's not available, these very same suppliers, they will wildcraft in um, their ingredients, which means they, they, they're not um, beholden to the, the, the conventional farming methods. Um, and why this matters is because the health of your soil also matters. Whether or not you pay fair wages to your, your farmers and your workers, these, all, all these things matter um, because the health of your soil is going to impact the health of your plant and the health of your plant is going to impact the, the, the raw ingredient that you produce from that plant. And that's going to eventually impact your formula. So this is all super important. And our farmers, they are required to go through this very rigorous process of being inspected every year, you know, whether it's from their operations, but not limited to their operations, their seed sources, their soil conditions, their crop health, all of these things, their water systems. Um, so, so these things are important, but they're important for the form, the, the end product of our formulas too. And we also work directly with local skincare artisans in Malaysia, actually on the island that my father grew up on. Um, and when oh we, my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love that. Yeah. Um, so we work with them to make this one very unique product. This is our radiating rice pebble mask, which I really want to send to you to, to try. Um, it's a very unique product. It's, it's, it's in hydrous, um, formula, which means it doesn't contain water. And there's a very good reason for that. Wow. Um, but yeah, they, they preserve this traditional method of making this, this rice pebble mask. It looks like a little white Hershey's kisses. It's all dried out on store mats. Everything is tested twice. Once there in Malaysia. And it, with a USDA certified lab, and, uh, FDA certified lab, and then brought here again to test and to be tested again a second time in our lab here. Wow. Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh. I love this. I am just like, I, I feel like we need a field trip to Malaysia. This is just phenomenal. And, you know, the way that you talk about your family, family is just so important. And to be able to use what you learned from both of your parents and then to be now giving back to a place of your father, like it is just, it's phenomenal. And you know, as you talk about this, like I don't think that we have gone deep enough. I feel like the younger generation, the Gen Zers and the younger ones, like my daughter was reading something in the cabinet and it had high fructose corn syrup. I was shamed, I was embarrassed. She's eight, she was like, we cannot. I was like, I didn't even know, I'm so sorry. Let me do better. So we immediately threw that away. But I feel like it is such this generation, they are really thinking about where was it sourced? And we didn't have access to that. I'm turning 43. We didn't have access to that so readily available. Like even you talked about going to the yellow pages. These kids don't even know what the yellow pages are and being and having to like look at ingredients and go to phone booths. And so I think that it's so important. I think that as a brand, to be so responsible, to look at not just that the where it's coming from, but the wages, the health of the soil, like all of that has so much impact. And it's so important to talk about it and that we now have the opportunity to show that I think that's where the beauty of social media, the, the beauty of video, the 
beauty of being able to connect with people all over the world. But the fact that that's such a key part of your mission and transparency story, it's just, it's phenomenal. And, and it gives us really something to think about and to set, to set us apart. So well done for connecting the pieces there and looking at the whole lifeline of the products beginning to end. Because to your point, not as many people go that deep. Thank you so much. That means a lot, Kendra. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we see so much and I'm like, this is amazing. Um, and then I also just want to talk about this notion of your partnership with Project Orphans and how, again, not only are you looking through the lens of the farmers and local communities, but you're also doing so much more. Is that something that you, like, how did you start working there and how did you determine what was going to be the best partnership for your brand? You know, I knew from the very beginning when I launched the organics that I wanted a nonprofit partner that aligned with our brand missions and values. And, you know, it's so interesting, right? Like talking about how everything happens for a reason. The very first year I launched Project Orphans actually approached us and we were looking at other nonprofits and just looking and just exploring. But they approached us to do a collaboration for Orphan Sunday, which happens in November. And when I looked at what they were doing, I was just so blown away. So they're an American organization, but they're, the, a lot of their work they do is based in Uganda. They rescue kids who've been either little boys who've been kidnapped to be child soldiers or young girls who've been kidnapped to be child brides, um, or, or just young kids who have lost their families through famine war, um, disease, and they bring them into their organization and they partner them with families and they raise them and they put them in school. If they're of a teenage age, they put them in technical training schools. If they are, you know, under three years old, they have nurseries. So they have an entire campus where they serve these incredible kids and they just really equip them to grow up, to have like hope for the future. So for every purchase made at Lee Organics, we give a portion of our profits to um, the following areas of impact. And and so the two programs we're currently supporting is their new mothers and baby kits and their end period poverty program. So one thing I learned when I started working with them was that if you're a teenage girl in most developing countries, you actually will probably miss around 80 days of school each year due to a lack of access to menstrual hygiene products. And I was like, horrified when I found that out. I know. Um, oh, gosh. It's, it's, it's incredible, right? Like we, we take all of these things for granted um, and we don't think twice about it. But someone else halfway across the planet might be really struggling for, for something that simple, you know? So through our partnership with them, um, we are able to provide these girls um, menstrual products and it gives them the opportunity to stay in school without shame or interruption. And, you know, ultimately this allows them to graduate because if you miss that many days of school each year, you can't graduate. So this is huge. I'm so, so proud of this program and I just love what they're doing. So it's just like an honor to be able to partner with them. Um, Then the other program that we're supporting is their new mothers and baby kids. So the first week of a newborn's life are truly like the most critical period. So every Lee Organics purchase helps a new mother provide their baby with truly essential things like a newborn care medical checkup, diapers, warm blankets, a container for clean water and soap. Like these things that we, again, don't think twice about. Like we don't think twice about 
having soap or diapers, you know, so these, these things that I think are like just so essential to a whole person's health and well-being and development. That's what is, I love about what they're doing is they don't just say build schools or um, provide food. You know, they really, really um, approach the care of the human being and the growing child from all angles, whether it's their health or their physical well-being, their education, clothing, like all these things from the family perspective. Like, I love that. And that's what Lee Organics is about, too. It's like, you know, even if you use the very best skincare on planet Earth that you can ever purchase and you, you know, have a terrible diet and sleep like three, four hours a night, like you're not going to do yourself any service. So, you know, again, like when when you're talking about skin health, you got to approach it from different angles. Your skincare is extremely important and what you put on your skin is extremely important because products do permeate through the skin. But it's other factors too, like how well you're taking care of yourself, how what your stress level is because cortisol affects your skin as well. Like all of these things affect your skin. So I just love the multifactorial approach and just, you know, taking, you know, being curious about different, different ideas and different angles. And, and so this, I'm, I'm, I'm truly like, it's an honor to work with them. And I'm just so, um, yeah, I feel very fortunate that for the, to, to be a part of the work that they're doing. Oh my goodness. And to hear you talk about it, I was, trying to refrain from tearing up because you're Mm. right. It's the things that we kind of take for granted. Right. And we may think about them, but for all of us, it's like, how do we make sure that we're getting back? And so that was really, you know, I was so excited to try the products and I'm like, Oh my gosh, they're amazing. And the mask. And I had this little rash thing and they feel so great. But then when we think about all of the other things, because I've started to go so much deeper <laughs> with brands to, to just see the full picture and even your ability as a brand to support Project Orphans, but to educate, right? And the reason is because everything that touches us goes into our skin, how we live, how we show up, what we eat, it all impacts our wellness and who we are and our livelihood. And so being able to connect that directly and to be able to give back, it's just, it's so important. And so I'm so glad that you talked about that because I really was like, I know that there's a connection here beyond it's the right thing to do. But when we think about the mother's program, when we think about, you know, um, helping girls stay in school, 80 days is just, you can't get ahead. And so your partnership is really doing so much. So so thank you for that. Um, And on the heels of that, I'm going to ask you something that I was just thinking because you're doing so much and you're so educated. So I have a question. What is your word for 2023? What's that one word that kind of encapsulates all that you're doing, who you are, what you want to see? Okay. So one word or maybe two. (laughs) Um, my word that I think this one word that I've been thinking about for for a, a, quite a long time is purpose. So perhaps it's not just for 2023, but we're on this earth for a very limited time and each moment counts. Um, I was just chatting with my mom the other day and she just was feeling pretty down because um, she just had three friends pass away within a week. Um, oh you know, she's at that age and and. I just, it just reminded me, wow, like our time on earth is short. 
And I want to make sure that every every that I'm stewarding my time well, and everything I choose to do um, is going to be meaningful, and it's going to reflect my values and why I am alive and why I'm like even breathing my next breath, you know. So I just want to be intentional, not not to sound like, you know, a downer about it, but just like also experiencing the joy. It's like that that's you know the joy part of it is is included in the purpose too, you know. So I would say purpose is that word. You know, it, it is true, and I like how you talk about the joy side of it too, because there is a reality that we do have limited time. You know, it's that thing that we can count on taxes and death, right? And so we laugh about it, but it is true. And I think, you know, as we age and our parents age, I think that it becomes the reality a little closer. And even, you know, having friends, having children pass, it is, it's such a moment where we think about like, how am I spending my time? And I've really even started waking up every morning and my first prayer, my first thought is like, thank you for waking up today. Like, thank you God that I woke up because we know that not everybody will. And so there is a reality to what you're saying. And so I appreciate the purpose. And I also appreciate that you said joy is included in that. Even when we think about the intentionality of, of what we know will come and how we ease into that and how we have this soft life um, to kind of guide us. So I love that, Carolyn, love that. <laughs> yeah, me too. I just, you know, it's, it's you know, like my little cat who was like rustling the paper just now before we started, you know, even like just watching him play and just, you know, light up the room with his playfulness. It's like, that's part of it too, you know? And just, he reminds me that life is not just seriousness all the time. And so he's part of my purpose. <laughs> yeah. It is true. We meet those moments um, with things outside of ourselves. <laughs> just to also yeah, remind exactly. us, it's helpful. Right. Taking ourselves outside of ourselves and just like seeing the beautiful world for, for what it is and just appreciating all of it. But then, yes. you know, kind of taking that and then reflecting it back to, okay, why am I here? What's my purpose? Well, and and my last um, two questions for you, you know, when we think about purpose and we think about reflecting back and the beauty of this world, what is next? What's next for you? What's next for the organics? Yeah, wonderful question. So many things. Um, well, for the organics, I am actually testing two new products and I don't know when we'll launch them but I'm excited about them and we're also looking into launching um, a sampling program because right now we all we have is like full-size products but that's that's what I'm hoping to do is to launch a sampling program and just you know continuing to build the brand and and focus on our relationships with our customers and our cross-brand partnerships and just continuing to build meaningful brand partnerships and growing the brand in a meaningful way, um, not just from the the angle of how can we make more money, <laughs> you know, but really, truly meaningful growth. And, you know, for me, I think I'm just constantly learning. I feel like there's just so much to learn in this one short 
wild life that we have. You you mentioned you're 43. I'm 40 this year. It's crazy because like inside, I feel like an old like an old person and a young person at the same time. I don't know if that makes sense, but like sometimes I feel like I'm 15, but then I also feel like I'm 80 years old. And I don't I don't know yes. how to, if that makes sense at all, but it makes sense in my head at least. <laughs> I think for me, it's just a constant you know notion of of learning and um, having conversations that challenge me. Um, and having meaningful conversations and having meaningful friendships and relationships. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. Um, <laughs> I'm always just like, how old are you really? Right. Cause it's, and it's an, it's an interesting mindset. Right. And I think it's like forties, the new 20, fifties, the new 20, sixties, the new 20. And I think it's all about the mindset, how we show up, which is why, it's so important because things do change as you get older. Like they, they fundamentally do and there's nothing we can do about it. So how we age gracefully and peacefully and with acceptance, right? Cause so many people are fighting anti this, anti that. Well, the beauty is that we're alive. And so let's age in the most peaceful way possible because it's either that or the alternative is not. So I love it. And it's like embracing mm -hmm. it and making sure that we are really taking care of ourselves. Oh, gosh, I love what you just said. The beauty is that we are alive. That is the beauty. So I'm excited about that. And I have I know I said only one more, but I do have one because I know we get this question a lot from our listeners. When you think about growth, right? Like, did you bootstrap? Did you fundraise? How big is your team? Like, just kind of whatever you feel free to share. But I know that always comes up, when, especially because you're a global brand. So you have different needs in different markets with a different expertise. So if you could just give us a snapshot into that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We are a surprisingly small team for <laughs> being a global brand. Um, I did bootstrap. Yes. Um, I put my own money into launching this business um, because the main reason was because I wanted to see if what I believed in was really going to work with my own money first before I tested it with someone else's money. And also the other reason was because I knew I had so much to learn and grow as a founder and as a, you know, a, a brand builder and, and CEO. Yeah, we have a very small team. Um, we Our lab is here in New Jersey where all of our products are made, except for that, you know, the, the products that are made in Malaysia, then which are brought here and bottled here. I have a warehouse that ships all of our product out from Illinois, just north of Chicago, and they're amazing team there. And they ship out all of our orders from, you know, the New York East Coast to, to, uh, to West Coast to Israel for our distributors there. And to Singapore and Australia um, wouldn't be able to run this business without them. And I ha usually have one or two interns that I work with and I have one person, one other person. So it's a very small team. I do a lot of <laughs> the work. Like I wear probably 12 different hats, if not more. I sometimes uh, write customer emails and I design the email campaigns myself sometimes because we just haven't found that person and I am looking to hire someone for, for some of the things that we need, but um, yeah, we're, it's a, it's a growing brand. It's a growing team, but it's a small team. I love your honesty. And, you know, even being able to say I had so much to learn. Um, and that's what I say to a lot of founders, you know, in my investor hat, I'm just like, are you ready for the returns that, that we need to drive? So I appreciate that. I appreciate you sharing. 
we are all wearing the hats. And so it's great. I think it's the best way to dive in and learn. But thank you for being transparent. And final question, we are based upon community supporting other brands, other founders. So as we're shopping for Lee Organics, is there another brand you're coveting that you think we should check out? Ooh, yeah, I love this question. So I love this brand, Marisia. It's spelled M-A-R-Y-S-A. Um, they have these beautiful luxury, sustainable swimwear and loungewear. Um, and I, I love just how they they approach um, their their product and their their business. They also sell our, our products on their website. And then in terms of like influencers or people to to listen to, I love Jordan Peterson. <laughs> I love his <laughs> podcast. And also like in terms of like estheticians, Kristen Smith and Jill Mills, they are both amazing. And, and their team at practice in New York City, um, uh, they, they just have so much experience and they have an incredible clientele. Uh, Kristen Smith is the celebrity esthetician to you know likes of Bella Hadid, Gigi Hadid, and all the supermodels and all the all the Vogue um, <laughs> editors. So they're amazing too. So I highly recommend them to check it out. Oh my gosh, I love you. You were like, I'm hitting up all of the different components. We've got podcasts, estheticians, we've got luxury swimwear, which is perfect for the summer. Um, so yeah. I just, I appreciate you. This has been so much fun. I, I'm just so excited. And do not forget to send me my radiating rice mask. I'm going to be looking for that so that I can try it. <laughs> Girl, I'm definitely going to send it to you. Yes. <laughs> Yes, Carolyn. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be on the lookout for the two new products that are launching and we'll continue to follow you. Thank you for joining. Thank you so much, Kendra. It's been wonderful to chat with you. And every week I share an influencer I'm checking out. And this week, thanks to Carolyn, make sure to follow Mauricia. Mauricia is an amazing luxury swimwear line that also carries the organics. And that is M-A-R-Y-S-I-A, Mauricia. And as always, I love to leave you with one thing from today's guest, and that is how can you be of service to others? Carolyn shared all the amazing work that she's doing to build the organics, but she also talked about supporting farmers and supporting Project Orphan. So how can you be of service to others? And with that, follow, rate, and subscribe to Business of the Beat on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You don't want to miss an episode, and we love to hear from you. Until next week. Business of the Beat is hosted by Kendra Bracken-Ferguson, assistant producer Jenny Salk, executive producer Kendra Bracken-Ferguson, edited by Fish Mar Creative, executive producer Ken Johnson. Find the Business of the Beat podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Odyssey, Amazon Music, or where you get your podcast, And on IG at Business of the Beat. Business of the Beat is a mean old line media production. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. 
LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.